Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. Now we're going to talk about our faith this morning um, and faith we are going to read in the Word of God like Rita said this morning our Bible is our guideline the Bible is is the only weapon or the only the only guideline that we have that will show us and take us into all truth and the Holy Spirit ne? we are led by the Spirit of God and we are children of God all of us that are here Okay, so let's pray together. Father, thank you for your word, and we, as we open our hearts to receive what you will um, minister to us this morning, Father, we just want to say thank you that we are able to listen to your word. Thank you, Lord, that we will become doers of your word. Thank you, Jesus, for this gift, Father, for this gift of your son, Jesus Christ, and the gift of faith that you have given us. And as we are going to listen to your word this morning, Father, we thank you that we know, that we know, that we know inside of us that we belong to you. And Father, that you will rebuild, that you build us up in your way, in your word. And thank you, Jesus, for each and everybody that are here this morning, and that we can together learn and hear what you want to speak to us this morning about. In Jesus' name, Amen. So as we're going to talk about our faith this morning, I know we all went through, uh, um, during this lockdown, we went through a time where we was wondering, because sometimes we say that the church is closed, and we would never ever use that words again, Amen. that the church is closed. The church never ever closed. While we are sitting here, all of us are the church. We together are the church. Amen? Amen? And we listen to God's word. We read God's word every day. Amen. Therefore, we came together today as brothers and sisters, as children, as family, to connect with one another and to listen to the word of God. Amen? Amen. So, yeah, as, as we talk about faith this morning, um, I don't know if anybody of you know Max Lucado. Is it a, is it a, a minister, a writer, he's also a writer, yes, you're right, he's a writer, he writes, he writes books, amen, so Max was introduced by something, somebody, some, an older um, guy that was, a sh uh, was that, that was working on a ship, and he knows how it is on, on a, on a, on the sea, when the storm is like, when it's like stormy, or when it's, quiet and so he was introduced by somebody that was working on the on the sea and he tells the story of how he and his boat survived a hurricane you know what a hurricane is everybody knows what a hurricane is so um the book's name is six hours six hours one friday and it was in fact an old seaman that gave max the advice to take his boat into the deep water and if you take your, 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 your boat into a deep water and it's, and it's like there's a hurricane and there's a, the water is stormy, what do you need to make sure that you have on your boat? Life jackets. Life jackets, yes. 
What else? Your boat needs to have a what? An anchor. What does that mean? An anchor, no? And this boat had four anchors. And this old man said, take four anchors with. And then, when, when you're in the middle of that, that stormy sea, what you have to do is, you drop four anchors each, each at the corner of the boat and pray that the anchors hold. Because if that anchors does not hold, what will happen? They will for days of a drink, yeah. You will drown. No? Yes. So Max survived that storm. You know what he said? He also said, the old man said to him, pray that the anchors, anchors hold. So Max survived that storm, but he said that he learned an important lesson. All of us need an anchor that will hold during the storms of life. Isn't that so? Yes. Remember this during this lockdown? I think each of us was missing one another. Yes. Didn't you? Yes. I think I missed you more than you missed me. <laughs> or you missed me and I missed you. We all missed each other. So yes, that anchor. What is that anchor? Jesus. That anchor is Jesus. But that anchor is also our faith. That boat couldn't, couldn't um, um, drown or water couldn't come onto that boat because there was an anchor on that boat. No? Yeah. There was an anchor that they dropped. Four anchors actually. So that the boat couldn't sink. And what do we put, what do we put our faith in? Philip, you just said it. We put our faith in Jesus. We cannot put our faith in anything else. How important is it to have faith? You know how important it is to have faith? Because during the, during the lockdown, we couldn't get together, we couldn't meet. But you know what can carry us through? It's our faith that we have in God. Faith that we have in God's word. That carries us through. Amen? So where do we find faith strong enough to make it through the storms of life? We found it in God. There's nowhere else that we can find our faith or put our faith in. Because at the moment, some of you or some of us may think that we do not have faith, but everybody has got faith. But where do you put your faith in? That is the answer. That is what you need to answer. I think each and everybody needs to answer himself. When Peter wrote this letter, things were changing in the beginning of the first century church. The government remained unconcerned about the new religious sectors. As the church grew, the the country constrictions of the government increased. And you remember this is what happened also now. They went to lockdown one. And then it went all of a sudden to three, and then all of a sudden it went to five. So it increased. Peter was writing a pe uh, to the people who are finding it increasingly difficult to live in their faith. So what we, we decided to do as a Lauri's Fast Church, I've decided to write letters and I've delivered and dropped it with each and every one of you, just to help you so that you are not alone during this time. But I wanted to say to this morning, we are not talking about what I did. We're talking about what Jesus did. And we are talking about you yourself, how you listen, how you receive the word of God, and what you do with the word of God this morning. We must find a way to live our faith without compromise. Without 
compromise. Find, let's find a way. During this, during the lockdown, if there's nobody like Rita or Philip or JB or Jeta or um, Cynthia or um, Talma or whoever, what will we do if there's nobody that will that will help us to stay in our 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 faith? We ourselves have to do it. We ourselves have to take the Bible. We have to read the Bible and we have to trust God so that the Holy Spirit ministers the words to, the word to us. We see our gatherings in person are also affected because of the lockdown. Do we realize that the word being mixed with faith is our answer for, for this time? Yes. We need to know the word of God. We need to understand what it is to read the word of God and to have a good revelation about what God wants us to know about his word. We need to give and pay attention to what God ministers to us through his word. It is the word of God that brings enough faith to move mountains, to help us in times of need. But do we know the word? I think we can each answer that question for ourselves. Everyone has got faith that are sitting here. But let's put our faith in God. And let's put our faith in God's word. The question is, where is your faith anchored to? Where is our faith anchored to? If I say now, let's put our faith in God's word. We have to have our faith anchored in God's word. Amen? Sooner or later, the storms of life will begin to blow. And then the question becomes, will the anchor of faith, faith hold? Amen? Hebrews, let's read Hebrews 11 verse 1. And there you will understand what is faith. Because we need to know what faith is. If you have it, I'm going to read. Now faith is the substance. And that is in the King James Version. version. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Shall I read it again? Now faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11 verse 1 tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So what do we not see? Is there anybody that can answer that? What do we not see? We hope for, if faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to ask Philip. He's ready to answer. I can see that. When you, <coughs> so faith is a substance of things hopeful. You hope you don't see things. Faith is not now have. I'm sitting in a chair. I don't need to have faith for mm. the chair. Mm. But when I want, like, okay, tomorrow to be healthy, or strong, I have to have faith for it. So I don't see it now, mm. but I believe in it. Mm. I like what Philip said. I don't see it now, but I have faith. I have hope yeah. for I it. See it, I see it. I see it with the eyes of faith. Yeah, yeah. I like that because. Um, if you don't see it and you still have 
faith in it, then it means that is faith. You have faith in something that you don't see, something that you believe in. Like when you pray for somebody, you see, you speak, but you know and you believe in faith. Okay? The moment you lay hands on somebody and, and, and you don't see that person healed right now, that person is already healed because you have faith and that person has got faith for a healing. So perhaps no other component of the Christian life is more important than faith. We cannot purchase it. We cannot sell or give it to our friends. So what is faith and what roles that, or role does faith play in a Christian life, in a believer's life? What role does faith play? So what is faith and what role does faith play in a Christian life? I said the dictionary defines it. This is what the dictionary said, defines it as. Believe in, devotion to, or trust in somebody or something, especially without logical proof. It is also defined faith as believe in and something is uh, devotion to, uh, believe in and devotion to God. The Bible has much more to say about faith. And how important it is. In fact, it is so important that without faith, we have no place with God and it is impossible to please God. And that is written in Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. According to the Bible, faith is believe in the one true God without actually seeing him. So what are we going to believe? The dictionary are we, or are we going to, going to believe the Bible? The word of God. So we need to have faith. Um, according to the Bible, faith is believe in the one true God without actually seeing him. And when I ministered to, to, to one of the boys on Friday, the one said, I don't believe. But after ministering to him and after explaining the word of God to him, all of a sudden said, I do believe. So let me, let me encourage you this morning. That you will meet people on the road that will say, I do not believe in God. But what are you going to do? You're just going to walk away and leave that person to not believe in God? We can help that person. And we can take him straight to the word of God. Because the word of God is our guide. Ne? Where does faith come from? Faith is not something we conjure up on our own, nor it is something we are born with, nor is faith a result of diligence in study or pursuit of the spiritual. Ephesians 2, if you can write down Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9, makes it clear that faith is a gift of God. Faith is a gift from God. Not because we deserve it or have earned it or are worthy to have it. It is not from ourselves. It is from God. So who gives us faith? God gives us faith. It is a gift that God has given us. It is not obtained by our power or our free will. Faith is simply given to us by God along with his grace and mercy according to his holy plan and purpose, and because of that, he gets all the glory. Nobody gets the glory. Amen. And I like the song that um, Philip, I think it was Philip that sang it. 
We give him all the glory and tell of his love, his wonderful love. We give God all the glory. And when we give God all the glory, we can tell and minister to people about his wonderful, wonderful love. Why have faith? God designed a way to distinguish between those who belong to him and those who don't. And it is called faith. Very simply, we believe in, in him, even though we cannot see him. And I just want to say this again to you. If we don't see God, it doesn't mean we do not believe him. We see God. We do see God because we see God through the word of God. And we believe in God. But if you don't believe, it is something that is on your own. But we that believe know God through his word and we see him through his word. Very simply, we believe in him, though we cannot see him. A key part of Hebrews 11 verse 6 tells us that, that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. This is not to say that we have faith in God just to get something from him, like we said this morning. We have faith in God because we want something from God. However, God loves to bless those who are obedient and faithful. We see a perfect example of this in Luke 70 verse 50. 7 verse 50. Jesus is engaged in, in a dialogue with a sinful woman when he gives us a glimpse of what faith is so rewarding. Do you see how your faith is sometimes or always rewarding? Amen. Your faith has saved you, he said to this woman. Go in peace. This is what Jesus said to this woman. The woman believed in Jesus Christ by faith. She believed by faith and he rewarded her for it. Finally, faith is what sustains us to the end. Knowing, did you hear that? Faith sustains us to the end. It doesn't matter if lockdown strike. It doesn't matter if hunger comes or strike. Faith sustains us to the end. Our faith in God. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an expressible and glorious joy. Why do we laugh when we don't have food? Why do we open our cupboards like Eta said and there's nothing in the cupboard? But we still have faith. We still have joy. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. First Peter 1 verse 8 and 9. You receive the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. What is our goal? To be saved, each and every one of us. And our faith is in God because God is the one that saves us. And he gives us the free gift of faith. Examples of faith in Hebrews 11 is not uh, examples of faith. Hebrews 11 is known as the faith chapter because in it, in it, great deeds of faith are described. By faith, Abel offered a pleasing sacrifice to the Lord, verse 4. By faith, Noah prepared the ark in time when the rain was unknown, in verse 7. By faith, Abraham left his home and obeyed God's command to go. He knew not where and willingly offered up his promised son. He did offer his son, Abraham, but Jesus already prepared the offer. 
By faith, Moses led the children out of, out of Egypt. By faith, Rahab received the spies of Israel and saved her life. Verse 31. Many more heroes of the faith are mentioned, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of the lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and whose, who became powerful in battle and rooted foreign armies. Clearly, the existence of faith is demonstrated by action. Yeah? According to the Bible, faith is essential to Christianity. It is very, very important to have faith. Yeah. Because we've heard in the beginning, without faith, it is impossible to, to, God. to please God. Without demonstrating faith and trusting God, we have no place in Him. We believe in God's existence by faith. Most people have a vague, disjointed notion of who God is, but lack the revenge needed to have an eternal relationship with God who loves them. Our faith can falter at times, but because it is a gift of God given to His children, He provides times of trial and testing in order to prove that our faith is real and to sharpen and strengthen it. We can sharpen and strengthen our faith through the Word of God. By reading the Word of God, by spending time with the Word of God, and by um, making time for devotion, making time to spend time and meditate on the Word of God. This is why Jesus tells us to consider it pure joy when you fall into trials because the testing of our faith produces perseverance and matures us Providing the evidence that our faith is real. And that is in James 1 verse 2 to 4. Amen. So this morning, what I wanted to ask you this morning is, whenever you have time, go and read through the scriptures. In our um, life group, I will still send the scriptures through to you. So that you and the, and the group can sit and you can go through the scriptures and you can encourage one another to have faith, and we can only have faith in God. There is no one else that can give us faith. We've been blessed by God giving us that gift, the gift of faith. And not just one, that one gift. There are many gifts that God, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation. There's lots of, lots of gifts that God has given us. And I just want to encourage you this morning that let us continue to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Amen. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.